Back here in New York City once again. Chicago, New York, by way of Boston. Hey, we said we're gonna be bringing y'all some more footage of some historic landmarks, okay, in New York City, but bringing you the black historical perspective that you might not have been privy to because you didn't learn that in school by design. So it's our duty and obligation to remind you and to inform you, and this is what we're gonna do. Right here, we got in the back of the Empire State Building. Known for a lot of things, seen in the backdrop of many movies, um, a beautiful uh, um, um, piece of uh, architecture, artwork, okay? You gotta give it credit where it's due. But let's go into a little historicity. We just showed you Madison Square in the last scene, right? Let me show you where that connects and where black people, specifically Jack Johnson, you know Jack Johnson, right? First black world heavyweight yeah, champion. Yeah, the boxer okay? was knocking everybody out. Knocking everybody out. He won the championship. <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Okay. He was locked up because he violated the um, miscegenation laws and uh, uh, racial integrity laws of, of his time where he married a white woman. And he did time. While in prison, he invented um, a device which was used as a mechanically that was um, for people that was into construction, into plumbing, which was known as the ranch. But see, when he invented this, his own uh, form and patent of that, it became known as, racially, because he was Jack Johnson, the Monkey Ranch. He won his championship right across the street, Madison Square Garden. Behind us is the Empire State Building. You remember the movie where it shows him climbing up the uh, monkey, a gorilla, big giant oversized one, climbing up the Empire State Building with a white woman huh? in his hand? That King was, and hold up, King Kong. The movie King Kong in the 1930s, which was um, indirectly or directly, depending on where your mind was and your understanding was then and now, of him climbing up the building with a white woman, okay? Jack Johnson had a white wife, won the championship, Madison Square Garden, <laughs> locked up. Square. Okay, he invented the ranch, a form of, was the ranch, there was other ones, we didn't patent it, one of the best forms of it, and it was known as the Monkey Ranch. Monkey Ranch. Uh, a, 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 a big primate climbing the Empire State Building with a white woman in his hand. Jack Johnson married to a white woman that won the championship right around the corner from the Empire State Building in Madison Square Garden. You connect the dots. We're just showing you, okay, from a perspective. And then in that same place, Madison Square Garden in the 1920s, um, the Pan-African or the African All-Colored People's uh, Conference. This is New York, has a lot of history. The red, black, and green flag that we wear, that we represent, right here in New York was where it started. Okay, in the United States anyway. And then it was brought back and a resurgence of that through the Buy Black program, through the African pioneer movement and Carlos Cook. Yes, a Dominican brother. Shout out to Black and Brown Unity. The, the, okay, for our Afro-Latinos, okay? Carlos Cook brought the RBG flag, who was an ideological son of Marcus Garvey. New York is full of history. Chicago full of history. America's full of our history, but you know what we gotta do? We gotta know it, because we talk about American history, some of the greatest historical moments, feats, inventors, creators, okay? And revolutionary people that brought civilization or a higher level of social civilization to humanity was through black people right here in the States and particularly where we're standing at right here in New York. Okay, so we just wanted to drop that jewel on you for the people, for the youth out there, for the elders out there who might not have known that, but definitely for those seeking knowledge. Okay, we want to bring it to you. Mosey Warrior, Spear Flying. Pseudos is flying. <laughs> and lies are dying, even though they keep trying. Huh? Peace and black power. See you on the next segment. What am sorry? Beats with a different flavor. It's
conscious, huh? Hey, why you cussing so much? You supposed to be kind. Why you fussing so much? You supposed to be kind. Why you acting like I'm your You supposed to be kind. You supposed to be kind. You supposed to be conscious. Right, hold up. You supposed to be conscious. Seen them on the tube acting all obnoxious. Your class is on the internet. That's highway robbery. Probably getting some of the Reggie handled that shit funny as hell. You have a blessed day. Right? Well, the most important thing in this whole area is that coffin that nobody's dead at the right. Coffin and I'm going to tell you why. Right? Because he's the high priest. However, yes, you're right. This is the Nile. This is the Nile River. And the Nile River represents, in, in the star system, it represents the Milky Way. The creation of everything, the waves. Because water has waves, right? So everything I'm came out of noon. This is what you call noon. Everything came out of noon. But it also represents all this nutshell. Um, the fluids that give humans life. Semen. <laughs> and the fluids in the fallopian tube. Sorry, that was funny. So every major temple would have it. water. Because it's fertility. In Egypt, guess what? When they wanted to talk about sex, you know how they would talk about sex? They would show marshes. Marshes. Next to the river, you know the, um, the, 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 the plants that grow by the marshes? To them, that was sex. So if you were to tell you to your wife, let's go to the marshes, right? Just have children. Or to play around at the night. Okay? Now, this is the end of Egypt. So we went through a, a lot of different periods. The most important artifact in this whole museum. Right. And it's up here. This right here is... Now, to me, this is crazy. This is one of the last indigenous priests, high priests of ancient Egypt. 380 BC to 300. That's the same. It was. We always come at nighttime. This is the one of the last indigenous high priests of Egypt. So if it's not for the teachers, none of this would happen. And on here, you have to be able to read what it says. So Asanka, you're up. And this late Egyptian too. This late, this <laughs> that late Egyptian. Get up. Get up. <laughs> Asanka, come on, come on. Come on, this is your last, this is your last go round, baby. Oh, don't sit on the step. I'm sorry. That's okay. Okay, come on, come on, come on. Come on inside. Come on inside. Now, 
What direction? What direction? Watch this. Excuse me. Alright. Oh, I'm gonna let you ask me two more times. No, no, come on, come on. Right, man, I heard him, man. He ain't got to keep. I see y'all. Come on. Wait, wait, what, what's happening? Just believe. Let me come on, man, before I say something. I mean, you just kind of rude. And there was the great Uncle Cat. Okay, let him go. You gotta. Uh, it's not about. It's not about that. It's about. It's about. Oh, excuse her, excuse her. She gotta move. Excuse her. You know, she was skateboarding. She messed up. <laughs> dancing, bro. Dancing, dancing. What's the matter with skateboarding? Don't play me like that. <laughs> okay, I skateboard. I will see you when you perform. Okay, look. Roll your ass in that river. Here, watch this. Um, what direction is that over there? Oh. What direction? You got a compass? I'm in New York. You drive? Is that east? West, right? There you go. God damn, man, my people are so good. Huh? Right, so this is a coffin, and his head is facing west. Right? Watch. His feet is facing east. His head is facing the land of the dead. So the people who did this exhibition knows exactly what they are doing. Now, here, look at this symbol over here. This is the east and the west, or a set and nebhead, assisting the resurrection of a person in the uh, kind of concept of a sore. This person is not a sore, but all righteous people in the afterlife are a sores. There's a sore right there. <laughs> right? So this is happening in the east. On top of it, the solar boat makes a journey, right? Gets swallowed by uh, Nut, and gives and she gives birth to the sun, and this happens every day. One thing we can expect tomorrow is the sun comes up, right? In ancient Egyptian society, they believe that the sun is swallowed and goes through a, a fight, a big fight with evil. Nighttime. Where Ra is able to defeat Apep, the great evil, and gets and then Serpent. once that gets birth, right? But listen on top of here, right? On top of there is it is in fact what I just said. It's Nut, the woman swallowing the sun and giving birth. And not only that, how many people heard the flat earth theory? <laughs> Raise your hand. Flat earth. Right? Okay, well guess what? This is the oldest depiction of the world being round. Right here. 380 BC. Could you understand this? This is the oldest depiction of the whole world being round. So I'm not letting uh, my scholar off the hook. Deep, deep, deep beginnings. The deep, deep, deep beginnings of the universe. So there are four deities that represent things like, uh, no, not eight. Four males, four females. Four males and four. No, no, not. Right? Mm -hmm. Females. And they are called the eight. Oh, they are called the Kimidu or the Akai. So it is man and woman, man and woman, man and woman, man and woman. But these are primordial waves, dark matter, dark energy. And they create an explosion. And that explosion is the Big Bang. The Egyptians are telling something that science is saying today. So what are their names? 
Noon the net. Huh? Oh, he fan. Noon noon no net. Right. Right, when noon. It goes noon to Bob, right. then the pet, and noon. So it's telling you noon to noon make up the heavens. There's Amun and Amunet. There's uh Read it, read it, read it right here. Read it, read it. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I mean you ain't gotta Yeah, we we ain't gonna mess up. We just read it right off the thing, but they can't see from over there. Let's get out the artifacts, yeah. right? So when I'm over there say I'm an I'm that noon noon that hey 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 and I'm saying and people say like what are you talking about? Wow. Reggie's mind is here because the artist You can see the M, you can see the Hatep symbol, and you can see right under so the bottom. We can look at Men it, we can say this I'm is Maripata. 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 And why is Maripata important? Because Maripata, he's the one who went to where they think is Israel or Canaan and conquered it. So they're going to put this up here, but nobody knows why. But he's a great conqueror that goes out of Egypt and co co conquers the Levant. Over there is Segment. There is Segment. That's a female deity, a warrior, Segment, that helps kill the calf. Over here is Amos. Follow me. Come on, follow me. Oh, look. Remember I told you? What did I tell you? That's the most important artifact Peppers read. Huh? What is the most important scientific uh, artifact of, of, of Egypt, of it's, Kimmy? It's writing. We, it's, we, it's writing. Writing. Writing and language, which Uncle Keck, Brother Uncle Keck is right here in the open. Uncle Keck, for African people, was going to trample. General Sarasunseti <laughs> and young Pharaoh. Sarah, you know what the difference is? Sugar sweet. If anybody can film it, you can film me now. Um, you can film me right now. You can film me right. The one thing that those people can't do, I'm talking about the General Sunseti and I'm talking about the Pharaoh uh, Allah. They cannot come to the museum, the Metropolitan Museum of Art or any museum, and tell you what these things are because they are writing on it. Right. All they will do is say it's not deciphered, so that leaves the Europeans to tell yeah. us what they think it looks like. Our job as scientists, because everybody in here is a scientist, nice, 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 nice. is to be able to do what the other generations could not do or do it better. Absolutely. To tell my people that we cannot read the writings of our own parents is blasphemous and white supremacy at its best. Yes. So Uncle Keck, now I'm on the Uncle Keck, I was a researcher for Uncle Keck, right? For a debate that did not happen. I'm just, a, listen, Brother Reggie is great with this work. Absolutely. But I'm a researcher to my brother Uncle Keck because you know why? He was a point guard and a shooting guard of this debate. Absolutely. Because he's going to put all the pieces together, right? To make sure that them dudes would not have a future. And they don't have a future. Because what they did not do is they did not debate us. They can never, never, ever raise was the Medinetta deciphered or not because they did not come to the they debate. They are blaming it on money. Yeah, they can't, they can't They're blaming it, but the contract that they had. They can't talk about they that. Say nothing. I think nope. it's essential. I mean, you look at the reads, you look at the writing. This is essential to understanding what our history is. And I think it's a disaster, right? To stand up in front of people for 15 years, 10 years, mm -hmm. and not have enough sense 
to get some researchers around you just to make sure that what you're saying is right or wrong. Because our people are valued. We are important. We don't have time to waste for 10 years going to your lecture only to find out you've been lying to us. Absolutely. We don't have time for that. We're at war. The war is a cultural war. We're trying to figure out what's going to put us right back in order the things that we need to do to push forward and to raise these babies. Right? So this writing is essential. Because the right, I'm gonna wait till Friday. I mean, Sunday for that. <laughs> How essential this writing is for our survivability. And the key to the writing, one of the keys to the writing is that plant right there. Yeah, the it. papyrus what do you reed. What that plant? is? The papyrus plant. That's a living papyrus. Right? That's right? That is the, the symbol papers. of writing. Right? That's the key Anyways. to writing. So again, it's not the pyramids. Not it's not the great temples. It's not the great architecture. Not the it's important. Not it's none of that. The, communi the most important yeah. thing yeah. is to be able to communicate with your family. Mm -hmm. And that is language and writing. Absolutely. That built the pyramids. That built the temples. It's on the pyramid. And it's on it. And so to say that it's not deciphered is blasphemous to African people or to the people of the continent of Africa because that's where the writing, the first oldest writing system is. Now, I know there's cuneiform. Yes, and cuneiform is very important. And I'm not taking away from their greatness, but for this society, writing was the most important thing. Absolutely. Right. Same method to, to discover the cuneiform. They, they had to do the trilingual and all so, that. In, so, this, in this whole piece, I'm going to show you what the most important artifact of this whole place is. Yes, there are a lot of symbols. There's the water for creation ambiance we got a little temple yes, over there i'm gonna show you what the most important artifact i know what it is and the hieroglyphics metanetra has never ever been deciphered Step by step, why the hieroglyphics have never been deciphered. 